0: Everybody, welcome back to the Trend Podcast, where we talk about what's trending this week. I'm your host Jack Dodgen, joined as always by my co-host Spencer Shaw. How are you doing, Spencer? I'm doing good. Tired, but good. Tired. I am also tired, and I my, my I can feel my throat getting messed up. I know fall is here and winter is coming. Uh, I I can't wait to get sick and just get that out of the way. For the fall season. I am
1: glad we're starting to feel the the fall winter. It's it's not grueling hot.
0: Oklahoma has been rough, man.
1: Um, right now, it's, it's been brutal this year. It's been decently mild for this time of year. It's only pretty hot when I come up to school, but it hasn't been too bad. Yeah,
0: the summer the summer was pretty awful. Um, but the last little bit, it's been getting kind of colder. Like last week it was really nice and then it went super hot again. Um, but now it's working its way back down. It's supposed to rain like four times up here, which stinks because I'm really hoping that the last time I mow will be the last time I mow for the rest of this year. But uh, I got to mow at least one more time if it rains which is awful. Uh, anyway. Just let it die. <laughs> Just let it die. Yeah, well I'd like to, but it gets so tall, man. It's.
1: I don't. Yeah, I, I don't have to deal with that
0: yeah, that's true. That's that's not a that's not a problem you got to you got to deal with yet in your life here, so. Uh which is nice cuz my mower is broken too, so that's also a problem oh, I have to Oh. I've got a
1: story real quick that I'll All tell right, go that ahead. won't take up too much time. You don't even know this story. All right, let's hear it. But so my parents are in the process of selling their house and yeah kind of downsizing both my sister and I are in college and so they've got a huge house to their self for the majority of the year so wanted something a little smaller and to kinda sum up they we had a contract out on our current house and my parents had put a contract out on a new house that they were gonna move into which turned out to fall through because the people that had a contract on our house for like two months ended up dropping out. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there, but nice. the house that they were going to move into tiny yard compared to the two and a half acres that we live on now, tiny yard. Yeah. And so my dad didn't need his riding lawnmower. I actually think he has two, but the <laughs> yard's not big enough to sure need it. Just you can push mow in five minutes and the, the, the yard's done. So he was going nice. to donate the riding lawnmower that works. I think he has one that he pulls a trailer with and one that actually mows. That doesn't really matter. So he was going to change the blades, put new blades on it, donate it to the church. And something happened in the process, and he got very close to cutting off one of his fingers Good with grief. the blade. I mean, it, it, it went through and... <laughs> Severed the tendon and nicked the bone. No, um, just kind of, oh no, you know, just kind of flopping there. And it was his middle finger, and so the two fingers, your two fingers beside it, uh, got uh, some damage, got cut decently,
0: but the sure. middle one was the one that took the brunt. Oh no, of it. You know, I think I remember him posting about something about his finger. I think he posted a picture of it after the stitches. Then I certainly hid the picture because I don't need that kind of image in my it life. Was,
1: it was it was so gross. It was amazing.
0: Oh man! But he's he's good. He's good. His finger's fine. Yes, yes. It's, okay. They oh,
1: re- sewed the tendon back and sewed the finger back together, and so he's just in a splint for six weeks or something like that to let everything heal
0: itself. Speaking of fingers, there was a guy in France. I told you this just before the show began, so this is still new. A guy in France who went to the Apple store uh, to get a refund on one of his products. It doesn't say what product, at least not in the articles I read. Uh, he went to go get a refund. They refused to give him a refund for this, and so he—I guess he—I don't know if he came back or or what, but he brought a uh, kind of a a glass paperweight thing, um, and he covered his hand with a glove. That's that's where that segue comes together right there, uh, so that it's a bit of a stretch, but. Well, so that his hand wouldn't get cut, and this was his reasoning, he put the glove on so that his hand would not get cut when he went and took the little glass paperweight thing and smashed at least 13 iPhones along with a MacBook uh, with this uh, little glass paperweight
1: thing. You know how much those things sell for?
0: He has to... This article didn't put it on here, but it said that he <laughs> – uh, in a different one I read that I don't have pulled up right now, uh, it's – he's got several thousand that he owes for that stuff. Uh, but then he also has like uh, what he owes to uh, the jail and for bail and all that stuff. Yeah. I watched this video – Um. Which, of course, I didn't understand because he was yelling in French and I don't speak French. But uh, he's, <laughs> here's what it is in English, apparently. Ladies and gentlemen, Apple is a company that violated Europeans' consumer rights. They refused to reimburse me. I told them to give me my money back. They said no. So you know what's happening? This is happening. <laughs> and then just started smashing stuff. Man, I, I, I mentioned
1: this to you, but my question oh, is... Man. I I want to find an article that talks about why he wanted to be reimbursed because Apple does a pretty good job with their Apple Care plan on everything that you buy that's yeah. lasts up for a year and then you you know you can extend that and all that kind of stuff but it covers just about anything that could happen to the computer or phone or iPad or Whatever it is, with the exception of if you just smash it or drop it in a Which, pool, or
0: I mean, maybe this guy did that something because like that he seemed to be having a bad day. Well, um, but it, it gets even better than this too. You ready for this? <laughs> so the the mall security because this is in a mall in France. <laughs> mall security shows up um, and they kind of talk to him, talk him down. Oh, Their little well, scooter kinda- thing. I don't think they have. Well, have seen, they weren't writing segways there. Have you uh, seen? Have I seen mall Cop? mall Cop? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we'll that, come back to Mall Cop. That's second, what probably. I imagine <laughs> happening. Okay. Okay. So they're they're kind of they're doing the chest to chest thing, kind of like neither one's wanting to back down that kind of thing. There's like four mall security around this guy. And uh, they kind of, they push him into a wall. I mean, he is, he is yelling at them. He's kind of pushing on them a bit. So they're trying to get him down, but they don't have like uh, handcuffs and stuff like that. Well, he he uh, basically does this thing where he looks off to the right and kind of slouches like he's being relaxed. And then he breaks off in a dead sprint to the left and just just takes off on this top level of the mall, and then the video shows uh, the mall cop guy just yelling after him and just taking off after him too. It is hilarious. He does. It's kind of. It's kind of like whenever you want to confuse somebody and you do the "Hey, look over there." That's basically what he did non-verbally, and everybody kind of relaxed for a second, and then he just takes off in dead sprint. I just. This is awesome. If
1: I was upset, so I, good. I just kind of think of the money that is spent by him doing that because you think 13 iphones an iphone and these are the new ones you know take take away the deals that you get from your phone provider and updates and contracts however your particular provider works you get discounts and stuff but retail without any contract or anything like that you just purely buy an iphone the thing's like six hundred dollars apart from all the other stuff. And he did <laughs> thirteen and a MacBook, which oh, man. is fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars at the cheapest oh, for man. for the MacBook. I mean that that's their higher end computer. He didn't bust an air or
0: no. a uh, but man uh, it I'll send you the video cuz it is hilarious um obviously any uh any kids who may be listening it's not hilarious to like go to the mall and do this sort of thing uh no do not go to the mall and do that i mean unless you have the money i guess to <clears throat> man i'm not going to tell you how to live your life but uh not recommended unless uh, to <clears throat> do this thing <throat> You're actually in the movie Mall
1: Cop because that would be funny. That's true. To see him, that's a whole different
0: story. The segue would have been helpful during that dead sprint uh, thing. Uh, They don't move very fast. Fair enough. I don't think. Uh, Hey, this mall security guy was not moving very fast either. (laughs) Well, so mall security um, needs some
1: cardio. Typically, doesn't move very fast. They don't have to deal with a lot. (laughs)
0: Usually, I mean, <laughs> you you certainly don't normally have a guy. At least I assume in France, you don't normally have people smashing uh, that many things. But uh, those kinds of stories are always fun, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll have another one next time we record as well. Because um, last week it was the guy who went to prison because he didn't want to be with his wife anymore. Yeah, so just gr- great news all over the uh, all over the world. Here, uh, we've already brought up movies. Movie in particular, we brought up uh, Paul Blart: Mall Cop, uh, the classic, uh, the instant classic from what, like two thousand twelve, ten, somewhere in there. I don't remember. I remember seeing it. Yeah, in the theaters, I'm kind of surprised. Little...
1: I see. I saw it. I, not the biggest comedy fan,
0: but no, that did better than I think a lot of people thought it would. And then they made a second one, which was a poor choice. But that's exactly what we're talking about today. Um, so there hasn't been a lot particularly. It was it 2009? And the remake so I was, was, I was in 15. Close-ish. 15. So that was last uh, year. Uh, the, the sequel, right? Yeah, the, the sequel, number two, not the remake. They, six, six years? See, okay, and that's exactly what we're talking about. So there hasn't been a ton of stuff in the news, uh, big other than basically political stuff. And you know, if if that's not your thing, well, hang in there. You got a, you got a few more months, um, and then come the months of complaining for whoever's elected. But that that is what until the next uh, election, until the next cycle. One. <laughs> yeah, but at least we have some time <laughs> after all that business. So, um. Anyway, what we have seen in the news uh, and what we wanted to talk about, uh, kind of as it, it's got a good application for church stuff and all that, are movies and how basically any movie, and this works for te- a lot of television shows too, it's either a remake of something that's already been done, a continuation of uh, something that exists, like the whole universe building thing, like, you know, Ghostbusters or Paul Bart Mall Cop 2. Uh, or whatever that movie is and you can name several i'm sure um uh pirates of the caribbean 5 that is coming out uh we i let, let, i can mention ahead. several that
1: um oh yeah oh yeah pretty much ruined the series for me uh indiana jones when they made crystal
0: skull was... the, the the crystal skull that was just that was just bad oh. Um, it wasn't like a terrible movie up until you get to the end and you're like, I don't know. But the whole nuking the fridge thing was. That was I'm just at the beginning trying to of that movie. And I'm like, I don't aliens, know. I don't know about that. Like. Uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the movie.
1: It's. <laughs> it alien. It's been long enough. To, <laughs> but.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're, right. you're right. I can get behind. The Ark of the Covenant, or, uh, you know, the Temple of Doom. I mean, that was based in some ritualistic, historical-type stuff. You know, you can get behind that. a cup that caught the, the blood of Christ at the crucifixion, okay, you know, we can... Get behind
0: sure, yeah, you can run with that, that,
1: but I just had a difficult time getting behind him with aliens. Um,
0: it was a weird kind of twist, but it, <laughs> if you watch that show on, uh, I don't know if it's history or, or whatever, but they, they talked extensively about those skull things. Apparently, those are those actually exist. Yeah, I've seen that's the, several the history theory.
1: channel so. things on them. Um, but still, it didn't feel right. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel right. Not a fan of the new Pirates of the Caribbean. I haven't seen the trailer. I meant to watch it yesterday, but then I got caught doing other things that were honestly probably a greater use of my time. But those movies could have been incredible. Rocky. Uh, (laughs) They made one too many. I didn't think they made. I didn't think Rocky was too bad. One too many. Uh
1: I actually I kind of think they maybe have made too too many Rockies. Um That's fair. That's fair. Jason Bourne is a little old. Um
0: you know they they tried yeah. to do a spin-off
1: yeah. without Matt Damon. The movie wasn't bad, but
0: <clears throat> Yeah, with uh Jeremy Renner. I just Hawkeye. it
1: just yeah. didn't for me it just didn't work <clears throat> in the sequence of Bourne. And I haven't seen the new one, but I heard it's the, just the basic story, you know, that you have going through the Sure. first three. Well, see, but that's, that's the thing
0: that you do with movies, right, is you, you world build. Um, because if people are kind of already connected to something, then you can get basically easy money by saying, oh, you liked the Bourne movies? Well, what if we did another Bourne movie? Uh that'll get somebody in there. You like the pirates movies? Well, guess what? Another Pirates movies. Uh <clears throat> another pirate movie. Uh or you or you'll see like, you liked the Ghostbusters? Well, what if it was a female cast this time? Not a not a fan of the new that did not go over well at all. Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> that did not go over well. Uh I did. You are not the only one who was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out a lot of people thought it was dumb, uh, but that's that's kind of the risk you run. Um, but I will say, and I think Johnny uh, Depp may be
1: the best actor ever, just because of all the different roles he can play. So, even though I may not be a fan of them making a new one, I do like watching
0: Johnny Depp at work. He's when I'm most irritated he's about is that we've got. A, oh, you know, he's he's really good at. Uh, The roles he chooses, I just wish all of his roles weren't like real weird.
1: They're not all real weird. He's played, do you know what his first movie was?
0: I, I can't think of it. Um, It
1: was um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, like the original, original. All right. And he died in the first five minutes of the movie. But okay. <laughs> if, if you like buy the movie now, it starts and it says something like introducing or first showing by Johnny Depp. That's kind of been added.
0: Oh, okay. Trying to take credit for that career trajectory. To the beginning of it, yeah. We had him first. Uh, you don't know what kind of vision it took to get this guy and kill him in five minutes. Whatever. Uh, what I'm mad about is we got all this world building, uh, thanks to Marvel, basically. But that's another thing for another day. Though I think what Marvel is doing is different than <laughs> what uh, like everybody else is doing. Yeah. Nobody wants a like Ghostbusters. Uh, what was it? They're thinking about like doing a Men in Black remake and merging it with the Ghostbuster universe. No. And this is why Spider-Man no. 2 failed no. because Sony doesn't know what they're I doing. will is say, this. though,
1: if in 15 years we have, you know, Captain America 12 or something like that, um, yeah. I'm going to have an issue yeah. with what, what Marvel is doing. Um,
0: so, because <laughs> the- I'm getting off track now, but he's supposed to, his contract's coming up to a close soon. Uh, and he wants to take a break from movies in general for a little while. Um, So they're probably passing the mantle to either Falcon or Winter Soldier. Or an Iron Man
1: 45 or something like that.
0: I don't know what's going to happen there. Robert Downey Jr. is too good.
1: Even though I love Robert Downey Jr. So I wouldn't mind seeing. It's kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I'm like, (laughs) you've stretched it too far. I'm still gonna throw my money at it, but I'm not happy about it but I'd like <laughs> the actor so I got to... yeah he's too good downey jr has the best goatee ever uh, by the way side
0: note we need to talk about mustaches and facial hair and, I wish oh okay so I wish we, I could grow let's go to <laughs> like him. not do anything uh uh let's let's kind of talk about how this all applies to what we're wanting to discuss today, which I mean, we've already spent a ton of movie talking about, uh, or <laughs> we spent a ton of movie talking about this. Uh, we spent a ton of time talking about movies so far, remakes, all that kind of stuff. The reason we brought that up is one, the thing that made me think of it was I saw a TV thing for MacGyver, which of course is a remake, um, for television. But then I also saw that they're doing a live action Lion King for sure now. Uh, Jon Favreau is directing it and all that. So, uh, um, that's happening. I don't know. But it just seems like there are very few original type of things coming out and people are banking on kind of the nostalgia factor. With the exception,
1: uh, not to throw you off key, uh, the, no, the the horror genre in movies has been pretty good um, over the last couple you know of years. You know more about that than they've, I do. They, they've come out with quite a few top-notch, horror movies. It used to be you'd have to go almost like a year apart before another good one that was worth like seeing again would come sure. out and they've had several but yeah
0: in that being said even things like The Purge is still world building in general. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're not And that's Apart from there, there is no genre that is uh, safe from what is happening from the series. Though, there are creative I mean, stuff, and it's funny you mentioned horror. There's like Stranger Things, uh, is that to a degree? Uh, that's what it's categorized as. And it's this—if you don't know, it's a television show on Netflix that was like not advertised hardly whatsoever, and it just took off. They got season two. I think they've got a season three already uh, in contract as well because it was like people just watched it like crazy. This is not... Uh, and it was brand new. Uh, and so, go ahead.
1: This isn't over the past few years where, I mean, you've had things like The Purge that have had several, but I mean, you had, sure. go back in 20 plus years and you got like 45 Halloweens that came out. Um, uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they <clears throat> stretched that a little too far. First one was good. Uh, after that, it they just kind of got worse.
0: Yeah, I think the whole Marvel age of universe building has kind of changed everything, though a lot of these other people trying to do this are not nearly as successful as what Marvel's doing. It's because it's a different thing. Um, they're copying comic book stuff, yes, but we haven't really seen most any of this on video ever before. Um, whereas... All the the born identity stuff, as you said, you know, kind of following the same pattern, or the latest uh, Mission Impossible, same kind of oh, thing. Oh, uh, you know, they needed to quit
1: uh, yeah. a long
0: time ago with those. They were good, they <laughs> hung off an airplane. The though, first several were uh, good. All right, um, here's how this relates to church stuff as we want to talk about today in the church, we can kind of get in the same mode of let's do things the way they've always been done. The same kind of thing that they're doing with movies. Or let's uh, let's kind of not remake, but kind of put a new face to this thing that's already been done. And what I mean by that is like the Joel Miller film strips. Huge in, you know, 60s, 70s. Uh, very effective tool. Uh, still really good, I think, maybe even to some people today. But somewhere along the line, somebody said, you know, we need to update this. And you know what they did? They put it on DVD. Like, oh, there we go, we did it. That's not an update. It's uh, it's on a new format, but it's still the old graphic. It's still the old, I mean, it's it still looks like it's from the 70s. You can just play it in DVD player now. But that's kind of the mode we get into, uh, and not all the time. I know a lot of guys, churches, uh, people that are doing all kinds of new things to try to get the gospel out there. Um, try to use the medium of the time or the media of the time to get this message out there. But it seems like a lot of places are kind of hesitant to do anything that hasn't been done before, uh, and take a chance on those sort of things. But just like what we see in kind of the movie world, taking a chance can sometime leave a, you know, like a big time payoff, uh, such as, you know, stranger things and all that in the movie television universe. Um it's a brand new thing, pays off huge uh for the the Duffer brothers, the guys who made that. Um sure creative things sometimes fall on their face, but uh if we want to get the word out there, we may need to to we need to be okay with as uh, as the church being okay with trying New things that are kind of related to our time. Yes, things in order to get the gospel out there.
1: Things change, people change, culture changes. So as time goes on, approaches also um, have to change. Um, but I I mentioned this. I'm gonna <clears throat> come a little bit from the the other side of it. Um, yeah. And one movie we mentioned that was remade and. Same storyline, same basic thing, but was just as fantastic as the first. Movies like True Grit were great. Yeah. The first time were great. The second time, um, they're well, what they did worked. Re, remaking, yeah. keeping with the same idea was what people were interested in. They went out and saw it. And so on, and so, they up
0: they updated some things, but it was essentially putting the old one on a DVD. Yeah, uh, is basically that idea, and it it was very effective. And yeah. you know, as you're saying here, the same would be true in a church yeah. setting. So one uh, one thing, uh,
1: sometimes on both sides of this, you can get problems when you go extreme one way or the other. If if everything you do is is new and um, nothing that you do is older or anything that's been done before. All that's uh, thrown out. You could get into some problems because things in the past still work. And as you mentioned, the opposite of that is true. If you don't do anything new and you keep doing everything just like you've been doing it for a 100 years, then your effectiveness is... Also going to be lowered in either one of those things. So, with whatever you you do, uh, church wise, evangelism wise, it just takes some some discernment, some understanding of what what do we need, how do we need to do it, and evaluation. We this is just in regards to to youth ministry, but in one of my ministry classes we had a long-time youth minister, come up and speak to us. And yep. one thing that he said was, in youth ministry specifically, but in anything that you do ministry-wise, he said, don't get into the habit of, instead of having 25 years of experience, having one year of experience 25 times. And so he said, what you need to do is you need to, to implement something and then you evaluate and you make any changes that you need to do and then you re-implement it uh, and or you throw it out and when things that you do are evaluated it may be yeah we're gonna keep doing it the same way or no we're going to to change it we're gonna alter it we're gonna do it a little differently or I mean I know I've done stuff that immediately after it was like well that's that's done we're never doing that again that was a bad idea and i've done stuff that we've kept doing uh, pretty much the the same way uh, every year and then in between and eventually those things you're going to have to to change but
0: sure um, but you never know until you actually give it a shot mm-hmm. and see you know will this work you know what what's what what risk do we run in trying this uh, if it fails Is it just a, you know, thanks everybody for coming out and doing that thing. Sorry it didn't work out as good. We're going to tweak it and work on it, whatever. Um, That's most of the time in a church. That's If you fail, that's what's going to happen. People are going to show up. You're going to do this thing. Uh, Maybe you're like, let's, let's do this thing to get people into the church building. Go to their homes or whatever. Maybe you get one person from that and you're like, okay, that didn't really work. Like I thought it would. Worst case scenario... Your church got out, did some evangelism, maybe somebody came and that was it. And so you can build off of that, but it, chances are it's not like, well, that didn't work, so I'm leaving this church and going somewhere else. Uh, that's probably not what's going to happen with your members. Uh, it's probably just going to be a, yeah, okay, you know, we'll yeah, we'll try something different next time and that's fine with us. Um And so we have to be okay with with trying new things out. We have to be okay with, as well uh, as what you were bringing up, got to be okay with doing some things that have been tried and true and done in the past. There are some things that need to be left in the past, and that's true of every generation. But there are some things that can still be done and that are still very effective. Um, um, One thing that
1: in basketball and in in sports, one thing that they say is keep doing it till they – stop you you know you're you're running a play and you run it 3 times in a row and you think football you run the same running play through the same gap and you get 10 yards and you run yeah. it again and you get 10 yards and you run it again and you get 10 yards well why why stop and run another play if they can't stop that particular Oh, yeah, if it play. ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah. if you do it three times in a row and you get negative yardage, it may be time to dial up a new play. Um, yeah. I'm, this, this saddens me terribly. But All right. when Tech was playing, their one loss this year was to Arizona State, I believe. Their running okay. back for Arizona State tied the NCAA record for touchdowns in a game with seven. Oh mercy! By a running back, and I think six of them were off of the same wildcat play within the five yard line. Six times.
0: Same play. So They just couldn't couldn't pressure the, the uh, the wildcat play. They there. couldn't
1: stop it. They never stopped
0: it. Six times. Yeah, and so you. You just keep running it. I mean, that's that, that's the football thing. You run it down their throat. If they can't stop it, just keep ripping off chunks of yardage. But and if they can, win you the game. Please pull back and pass the ball. Oh yeah, try something else. Yeah, um, and and there's an element of this too. Sometimes you run, run, run to open up the pass. Yep. Even if the running's not effective, it, it's preparing the way for something well, else. And
1: when football began, there was no such thing as passing the ball. You only. Ran the yeah, you just slammed it through. And then yeah. the innovation of of well what if we pass downfield? What does that look like? So And changes changes the game completely. They stopped the run, so we're gonna pass. And now we got spread offensives passing fifty times a game.
0: Yeah, and the game has changed, but it's to a bigger audience than it's ever been before and fantasy football is so widely played and Oh, don't like, get me started. Super Bowl is one of <laughs> Super Bowl one of the most watched things nowadays and a lot of that came as a result of hey, instead of these little leather helmet things, we should come up with new helmet tech or new pads or we need to change some of the rules in the game about hitting or celebrations or whatever and uh you know let's talk about maybe opening up pass and things like that i like celebration i wish (laughs) they i wish they would bring it back but um (laughs) anyway anyway to
1: scored a touchdown and went and grabbed popcorn from one of the guys in the stands it's entertaining
0: i love it (laughs) i love it uh but it's they, You know, th- these games and things make these changes, sometimes gradual, sometimes major, as time goes along. And while some of them maybe have been bad, a lot of them have been good and led to a wider fan base yeah. and all that kind of stuff. We got to look at the times that we're living in as the church and go... And and I'm not talking... And Spencer and I are not talking about, you know, if you need to get rid of the truth, get rid of the We're talking about how do we... We, we have to be okay with presenting the truth in new ways. Um, changing, you know, the logo that look, that you want to use that was from the 70s, I guarantee you when somebody in the 70s came up with that, there was somebody probably going, oh, we don't need this newfangled thing. Let's use this thing from the 50s. That's kind of how it's always been. Yeah, And somebody said, no, let's go ahead and make this new thing. Uh, Somebody was probably saying to Jewel Miller and Tech Stevens, you know, you don't need to use this new media for gospel. Let's just take people the Bible and teach them right out of the book. He said, well, but I think this will work. And it ended up being a huge thing. Um, that's the kind of thinking that we need today. Uh, we need to be okay with uh, trying new things out. We need to be okay with doing things that still work that have been done before. And maybe you're not the creative person. Support somebody who is trying to do something. Be with them on that. Uh, Because you never know what might be a huge thing in your community for the gospel. But we won't know until we try. Uh, And so that's really where we kind of bring this to a close today is uh, in a world full of remakes and universe building and all that kind of stuff, choose to be creative and to try new things out uh, because it's sometimes those new things that can lead to a big shift uh, in the church. That is the trend for this week. Uh, we want to thank you all for joining us. As always, you can hit us up on the trendpod at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, uh, or topics you want us to talk about, that kind of thing. We'd we'll happy to get to that and uh, cover all of that stuff. Leave a comment down below uh, here on starttofinish.org dot org on this episode. Uh, tell us what you think about uh, movies. Yeah, we've got all these remakes, so let's let's do this. What movie have they not remade that you want remade? Mine's National Treasure or what? Or World Building. Mine is uh, National Treasure Three. Ooh, I, really I want, loved the first I really two want National movie. Treasures. I want that movie, but Nick Cage is insane now, so. I, I don't think we'll ever get it, but maybe. Who knows? But that's what I want. So let us know in the comments below uh, what you're kind of looking for there, and uh, talk to us as well your thoughts on churches trying new things and also doing tried and true things and continuing on nowadays. This has been The Trend. I'm Jack. This is Spencer on the other oh, side. Yeah. We'll see you next time. <laughs>